You're listening to the Gen Zen Broadcasting System. You're listening to 40 Something Podcast with Valley in the Bay. Now, here are your hosts, Silicon Steve, Valley, and the Big. All right, second day in a row, the Silicon One, Steve Valley. I am here, and I got the beautiful and talented, the Vig on the other side, the well-traveled, well-rested, and renewed Vig. Vig, how the hell was your flight back from the East Coast? Uh, It was was great. You know, the thing is, you got to pack your patience these days. So, you know, I've been flying back and forth from the East Coast from Denver a couple times over the last three months. Uh, And this particular flight back from Charlotte to Denver, which I went Allentown to Charlotte, Charlotte to Denver was actually pretty much a whopper. We all get on there. Everybody gets loaded on. The weather's great. The captain's talking. We're going to shoot out across the country. We're going to be early, looking like we're going to land right in at 630. Everybody's in a good mood. You know, we're coming out of this. And uh, all of a sudden, we're rolling the takeoff down the runway, and the plane just turns around. And I hear this scuffle going on towards the front of the uh, plane, and here we had an anti-masker who was not going to be wearing their mask for the flight. They gave them three warnings <laughs> to put the mask on, and then they turned the plane back, and back to the gate we went. Two air marshals uh, escorted them off the plane. It was a woman, and yeah, so here, here we are, really. Uh, you know, you just never know what's going to happen. Any, anything that you've been seeing on the news or you hear about on like a YouTube bite or something that you see on Facebook about this, it's definitely true. It's definitely happening, and it will make you late these days. And honestly, just have to say a little word on, on this. Um, there's only going to be so long that we're going to be able to, to keep the population wearing masks, um, especially with the cases going down and the vaccine rates going up and people getting out more. Um, and I think this is indicative of what's been happening when you force people to do something for so long. And this person could have been vaccinated, really probably would have not been any harm to anybody. But we have to follow the narrative right now until they say so. And, it, you know, it's just striking the comment here uh, as we are here. We are May 12th, 2021. It just seems like uh, we, we should be over this now. Uh, you can't just keep controlling the people. And even as a, a moderate liberal that I am, I, I just don't like feeling that I've controlled. You have to do this just just to be part of the uh, just to be part of the narrative, just to be just to be a good little sheep, you know. Time out. All right. So here's the problem I have with that. Actually, if you don't mind me. No, sure. It's, you don't mind me playing about. the old devil's advocate here on the 40 something podcast with Valley in the Vig. The problem is, is that these motherfuckers were doing this a year ago when there was no vaccine, when people were dying. So as I agree with you, it is getting a little old. And I think the the mask mandates need to be lifted at at the very least um, lessened. So I'm, I'm with you there. But this freedom fighter she just thinks she's standing up for her rights she is somehow equating herself with rosa fucking parts that's who these people think they are they think they're freedom fighters these people are not freedom fighters they are being inconvenienced 
and they're fighting with the spirit of 1776. It is beyond me that these people are still fighting, have been fighting for this. Somebody like you is different. Hey, even I'm getting tired of it. I'm vaccinated. I have to go out in public now. I have, I have a normal gig. But anybody that made this big of a deal isn't because they just happened to just snap just then. This woman has been on that bandwagon. And I'm going to want to make assumptions. But dollars to donuts, this woman has been anti-mask since the beginning because nobody would fuck somebody's flight up like that unless they thought they were being something bigger than they really are. 423 people. You fucked it up for that. That's some balls, man. Whether wherever you sit on the gender side of things, even in the, if you're in somewhere in between, like that's some balls right there to try to like turn that flight around with 400 people headed out to Denver. Everybody's got somewhere to be, somebody to meet, plans that like continue after you get off the airplane, and you just turned that flight around and made everybody over an hour late in the middle of the evening. And that is indicative of a lot of people who are anti-mass this whole time. They only care about me. They care about I, me. I don't want to be inconvenienced. I don't want to wear a mask. It's not fair. Me, me, me. Bunch of selfish motherfuckers is what they are. This woman is a selfish motherfucker. She's not a freedom fighter. She's a spoiled, rotten little brat. That's all she is. A spoiled little brat. I'm, I'm a freedom fighter. You're not taking my freedoms. Just something interesting worth mentioning. You know, all I was doing is trying to get a flight back from the East Coast. I can continue on with my business. I'm sure everybody was. Everybody really just was like, wow. You know, and, and you just, you just, you end up just making, you know, how, how many missed connections were there? How many, uh, you know, how many people had to wait in the parking lot now over an hour to, to get their person? How, how many how many people didn't get up to Fort Collins last night uh, till after nine? You know, I didn't get home till nine thirty myself. I had to pick up a cat, and then it's just just very selfish. And I, I really just feel that that's indicative of what's happened through this whole thing. So we were so selfish. And, and I just yeah, go ahead, brother. Sorry, I was just gonna say I just I just hope with this next the next one's gonna be really bad. So I just hope we're ready for it. Wasn't that another pandemic? Mm-hmm. So you think this is going to be a normal? I mean, this is the first one in a hundred years. You think this is going to be yeah. an average uh, thing? Yeah, I actually just started to think that this can be fabricated now because it even like to some degree people thought that it was, and they still is. There's still the whole Wuhan Wuhan lab theory, and uh, you know, well, people I really just, believe people are. Yeah, but there's not so many people thinking that people aren't getting sick and dying anymore. A lot of people, and when this first started, there were people saying that the whole thing was a fake. Okay, because it was so different than what we were used to, ever. It was so different. All these freedom fighters are so scared of these conspiracy theories. Half of these people have no education. And if they do, it's very little. They listen to Alex Jones and Sean Hannity, that whoever he once in a while uses a word that has more than three syllables, and they think they're smarter than everybody else. All the rest of us are sheep. You're the sheep. You're the ones listening to Sean Hannity. A hack jagoff, who if I, uh, my gosh, uh, you know what? I will raise for charity a boxing match with Sean Hannity. I challenge Sean Hannity over the air to a fucking boxing match because I would lay him the fuck out. Listen to me, Sean Hannity, you little bitch. Anytime you want to go, I'm a big fat man out of shape. You think you can go, tough guy? You're an embarrassment. Sorry, big. 
I just took that for Hannity, man. You got all up in my face here via Zoom on the 40-somethings podcast, and I took one for the Hannity team right there. I felt uncomfortable. I felt uncomfortable there. I had to take that shit for Hannity because he tries to act like a journalist, and he's just a talk show host. He would just be like one of the conspiracy theories, really, and they're pushing the, uh, you know, this will be our next lead. This will be our lead into our next topic here, but... uh, Hey, pushing that the election is stolen still to this day. And, the, you know, that uh, brings us to some of the events that's happened today. Yeah. In Congress. What the fuck? Breaking news, Vic. Breaking news on the 40 Cup Something's podcast. All right. I got to get better sound effects. Um, We're still up and coming here. Yeah, absolutely. This is going to be episode 55, Vig. Oh. We got some work ahead of us, though. We have yes, to get. We, we have to get. I mean, we can do four. We can. Well, we can do at least four episodes there. We do one a day, even though from experience, it is very difficult to be consistent with content at a music festival. That's all I'll say. Oh yeah, I'm sure that was hard, especially it's like a big party, and then you know everybody's indulging now. The first one back. That was one of the first ones we've had since uh, everything happened. Some kind of jam fifteen, Skuko Haven, PA. Yeah. And this is going to be a little bit bigger. We are working on getting some access. Maybe we can get a couple interviews from some artists. This summer camp thing is going to be pretty big. Um, but let's get back to our original point here. Mr. Vig, you have breaking news from the grand old party. The Republicans. Looks like there's a line being distinctly drawn right through the tip of my dick. So Liz Cheney popular GOP uh, Republican congresswoman from Wyoming, had a leadership position within the party, has been voted out of that as of this morning. It was expected. This is all because of the narrative. She would not push the narrative that the election was stolen, and that is hinting at a run for 2024 for Donald Trump. So... Cool. Bring honestly, that's good because that's going to eventually destroy the party. Because eventually the trumpets are going to go too far, like they did on January sixth, and all that's going to come back. January sixth didn't go away, folks. Democrats are keeping that in their back pocket. January sixth is going to be over the the news cycle in twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two, over and over and over. I'm going to think out of the box here and say, what if that, and this is so ironic that a Trump run or the GOP leaning towards trying to get him back in actually spawns another third party that comes from the Republicans. So it would be a third party now that gains the steam of just the, the actual everyday Republicans that, you know, had the, had the basis. It's not all this conspiracy theories and crazy radicalism. And that actually spurns this, this spurs on this, this, this third party that we've been looking for for years, an alternative to everything. And uh, I feel like, um, you know, that could happen. Well, the third most popular party is the Libertarian Party, which leans right, at least economically and government-wise, in terms of size and all that. They're obviously very socially liberal. But a lot of people are becoming socially liberal on the right side in terms of especially in terms of medical marijuana. Obviously, guns and abortion are always going to be the two big ones on either side that no. Look, stop trying to convince. 
I don't know. That, I, someone's walking their dog. Give me a second. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure String Cheese has dogs in the studio. <laughs> I haven't sold out Red Rocks yet. So when I sell out Red Rocks, I'll have dogs on. It is, it's on it's on my mind today, you know. So I just figured uh, that was something worth mentioning. They're not they're not the crew that you got, but you know. <laughs> well, I just have one little dog that decides just to yelp. Like she's the big tough one. She's a little bitch. Literally and figuratively, she's a little bitch. She doesn't have one of her brothers with her. She's a little bitch. She's a pussy cat. Anyways, where were we, man? Fuck. Keep, we were keeping it misogynistic here on the 40-somethings podcast. We're talking about dogs, for Christ's okay. sake. Hashtag, hashtag my dick, Vic. Sure. Just saying. <laughs> Well, so back to this GOP thing. That's just that has happened. Didn't want to didn't want to like dwell on this today, um, but so that has happened here, and uh, it's just going to be uh, it's going to be interesting to see how things are. I would I would love to see a rise, a third party rise up that I would you know, be an alternative. Um, I, I you know I voted I voted blue, and I I felt felt weird about it, and now I know why because the money's being pumped into the economy, and then. You know, the inflation is going to go up and the progressive agenda is getting rolled out. And eh, I'm not so down with it. I'm not that down with it. Well, I, you know, it's, it is going to be very interesting. I think what you would see is you would see the moderate Republicans, non-Trump Republicans and the libertarians form. Maybe they go a lot of them would just become libertarians because there's so many people. Glenn Jacobs, uh, who's a mayor of Knoxville County in Tennessee, he was a libertarian, card carrying libertarian for years. But similar to Bernie, Bernie Sanders, you cannot win a general election or most general elections in terms of towns and Senate races and things like that. You cannot win unless you are one of those two. That's why Rand Paul didn't stay as a libertarian. That's that's why Glenn jo- Jacobs became a Republican. Mm-hmm. These people know they need to be Republicans. Now, the problem is, is are good Republicans, good people, guys like John Kasich, guys like Glenn Jacobs, got women like Elizabeth Cheney. Is that her name, Elizabeth? Is she related to Dick Cheney? So she's Dick Cheney's daughter. And then she actually got ousted by Liz Stefanik, who's going to take over for her. And she actually ends up being, she's actually more liberal than Cheney. But since she's down with the narrative to push the election is stolen she's got put up but she voted against the tax cuts and um you know, she she voted she voted rather liberally uh, as far as a gop leader would be and it's kind of it's kind of ironic actually it's just so funny so many of these republicans are just know it's full they're full of shit they know how ridiculous this is and they're just doing it to get the votes yep whatever's going to whatever is going to get them back in so they can push their own agenda yeah that's all it is. That's all it is. And at the other side, because they do it now too. And that just happens to be benefiting marginalized people more. It's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, well. Good well, job, GOP. It. We'll see. The GOP is going all in on the Trump shit, Vig. It would be interesting to see. Thought we'd bring it up here on uh, the 40 Somethings podcast for you to check out. I mean, you don't need PBS. You don't need CNN. Just check out Valley and the Vig. We're going to be trying to do this daily for you. Getting back in the groove. We got our second one solid for the week. We got a little out of sync and now we're back. And um, yeah, 
Great day here. How how is it there? How's the weather in on the East Coast? Beautiful days. The Lehigh Valley has had in a very very long time. Probably the most beautiful day of the year so far. I would honestly go that far to say that. And blue skies, fluffy clouds, porn just subtly rolling in the living room. The Lehigh Valley. So if our listeners aren't too familiar with that, that would be approximately 50 to 60 miles northeast of Philadelphia, 70 miles west of New York City, between South Mountain and Blue Mountain. There is three towns, three cities that are growing and becoming community for New York City. And uh, that gets you gets to some people a little bit more familiarized if you're listening from out of town and you're not in the Denver area and you're not in Leah Valley and you've never even heard of this place. That's it. Oh, yeah, Valley is extraordinarily important to the United States' history. But we're not going to get into too much into that situation. Anyways, well, it was a fantastic episode. We're just about done here. 40-something podcast, Vig. What's going on? You seem renewed and rejuvenated. Yeah. What have you learned? What have you experienced to bring the ray of love and shine and the conscious creator absolutely reigning over your vibrating. Well, I'd have to say I put some closure to some things and I wanted to just kind of pass that on to everybody out there. If you have something that's open, it's kind of hanging open and flapping, you know, from the pandemic or something that has happened, somebody crossed you, you lost somebody. Uh, I, I would say, look for that closure because it was happening with me and I found the closure this past weekend and I've used it as a springboard to go right into this summer. And I really encourage anybody out there that I'm um, touching with this. You're thinking in your head right now, you have something that's, that's just hanging open. Look for that closure. Just find a way to do it. Cause it's really going to be the best thing for you. You know what? Actually, I, I agree with that. And I was going to, we were going to end the show there, but this is actually brings us into a whole other ball of wax. Um, about two weeks ago, I did that myself. I had one major, major thing that was bogging me down. And, uh, you know, and it was about a relationship with a loved one. And I absolutely experienced closure. And I have been happier ever since. When you experience it, you confront it. And by the way, sometimes you don't know what it is. Sometimes it's inside you. It's, it, could, it could be just the obvious, though. Could, I mean, for me, it was actually the obvious, and I just didn't—it just didn't dawn on me. And I, I followed it all the way through, and, and that, that's what it was. But absolutely, the, the more aware you are of those things, then you can get your closure, and then you can be yourself that you're meant to be. Maybe that's something you guys can check out. <laughs>